Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today I'm thrilled to be talking to the wonderful Eugenio Derbez about his latest film, Radical, in which he plays the lead role of Sergio, as well as being a producer on the film. And I wanted to start by talking about some of the preparation work that you did for this character, because I've heard you mention that at first you were thinking a little bit about the external details of the character, and then you really realized it was more about the internal work of who the character was and working from the inside out. And so I was really interested in what that internal work that you jumped into was. Thank you, Mara. Hi, how are you? Um, well, you know, I, I, I've been a comedian my entire life. So um, when when I saw this this story and, and I realized it was a drama, uh, I, I was out of my comfort zone. So um, and, and you know what? It was kind of intimidating because uh, when you have to portray someone else uh, mm-hmm. uh, that is not fiction, it's uh it's a lot of work and and you have to be very accurate and but to portray someone who's still alive and that was going to watch the movie and that also was visiting us on set constantly it was very scary and at the uh, but but on the other hand the the good thing about it was that i i had a chance uh to talk to him and to ask him about uh, the way he was bonding with the kids. I was always curious about his relationship with the kids. How how did he approach to them? So uh, he was always telling me that he he didn't want to be this um, authority figure in front of the classroom because um, we, we research and for the last hundred years, education hasn't changed. It's been the same. The, the kids uh, sitting down in, 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 in their uh, seats, facing into the front, uh, the, the professor in the front, the board, everything's been the same for the last 100 years. Uh, sit down, raise your hand, shut up, same thing. Everything has changed in the last 30 years. It, it, we, it, we didn't imagine back then we could have a cell phone or a computer, but education has been the same. So Sergio was like, I need to make a change. And it, I love this story because it was not in the US, in Harvard. No, it was in a small, small school with no resources at all in a small town in, in, in Mexico. And and this guy made a huge change just by trying. Even though he thought he was probably going to fail, he tried and he achieved amazing goals a year after. And in the film, he's he's so incredibly optimistic against hitting a lot of a lot of brick walls, and yet he still kind of finds a way to put one foot in front of the other so much of the time. Um, and yet there is this kind of undercurrent of having worked at his previous school and felt a huge level of personal disappointment and failure, having gone through a breakdown of some sorts. And so there's this undercurrent in your performance as well. And so how did you approach playing a character who on the surface is just an eternal optimist all the time, but that has this undercurrent of all these other things underneath the surface as well. Well, that, that's the story of all the, I think all the comedians, we're the same. You can't imagine how many times you have to uh, to do a show uh, or, or or to make people laugh when you're broken inside. It, it just happened to me. I, I lost my 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 pet, my dog, uh, she she was like my daughter, honestly. She was with me 24-7 for 11 years. And next day, I, I, I was 
a, doing a, a series where I have to be funny. And it was most, one of the most difficult things. I remember also when my mom died and, and I was doing a, a play and a comedy. And it's so hard when you're broken inside and you have to laugh. And and I felt identified with Sergio with that because uh, even though he was like going through this process, he had to show up with the kids and be funny and, and like nothing happened. And that's how I feel many, many times in my career. I also love in in the way that he teaches these kids that he's not asking them to come into his world and into his space, but he's stepping into their world. And there's so many different ways that you do that, even just the physical the physicality of kind of like getting down on their level and and moving amongst them and really making them all feel engaged. And so I was interested in kind of how in turn you were also doing that in scenes and really making sure that your performance was centered in their world with the cast. Exactly. And let me tell you a detail that I probably no one noticed, but it's something that the director wanted to do to make you feel, probably not know, but feel it. But the camera is always at, this, at, this, uh, at the uh, height of the kids. Always. If you see the movie again, the camera is never up uh, on my eye level. It's always on the kids, uh, from the kids' perspective because he wanted to make you feel like if you're one of the kids uh, and and that's what he wanted and said he always wanted to 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 bond with them that way he he was always like no don't raise the hand um don't shut up um it, when this kid was like being the clown uh, he's like you, you are you the clown of the in the class yeah well keep doing it you know all those kind of things that that it, it, he's just a different guy trying new and a, a total radical different method to teach kids. And, and it worked. Thank God. I, I love that detail about the camera and, and Christopher Sala, who's the director on the film. Um, it sounds like there were also scenes where he pulled in extra cameras. So sometimes you were shooting with three cameras first scenes, especially with the kids where there's a lot of actors present. And did that kind of change the dynamic of not really having to think so specifically about, okay, we're doing a medium close-up coverage on this one. Next time we're going to come in a little bit tighter and really just kind of focusing on the dynamic of the scene in a different way as such an ensemble. It, it, it was it was so different that every, that to everything that I've shot before because, uh, God, it's hard to explain, but the, the, the kids were not actors, but not professional actors. He chose uh, kids that were like, probably they, they did a commercial, no more than that. And, and they were really fresh and natural. And in order to do that, I had to constantly change my lines to keep them entertained. And and then uh, the cameras were all, all over the place. It was not like now let's do this like like as you said. It's not like now we're doing a medium shot. No, he was all over the place. Just I didn't I don't I didn't even know when I was on camera because he was always like moving the cameras all around. We have like three at the same time, capturing um, every single moment. It was very very interesting, very different, and. Honestly, I was like, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I mean, when they are going to edit all, all together, I don't know if it is going to work, but it worked amazingly well. Did, did that also lead you into a place of working from a very instinctive place in scenes with the kids? Because like you said, you know, they're not necessarily coming in and, and kind of analyzing the script in the same way, but they have this kind of amazing gut instinct of what emotionally is going to land in scenes. And so how was that a different experience because of that? 
yeah, they, definitely. They, they were like, uh, they, they they were not even aware of the camera. I remember there was a, a, a scene where all of a sudden the kids were like, well, uh, why are we acting right now if, if there's no cameras in, in front of us? And I was like, no, because it's in your back. And they were like, holy shit. <laughs> and it was surprising to them because they, they were really fresh and new. And, and you can tell when you see the movie, you can tell that they're not acting. And I was always also uh, helping them and coaching them about don't say the lines. Just remember the, the intention, the idea, and say it with another words, completely different, and, and do it your way. Don't think about the lines. Just, just the idea and do it your way. And, and that was really, really helpful. For your performance as well, it also kind of gives you a different level of feedback and a different space of feedback in the moment beyond just looking to your director to say, did that scene work? Was that landing? Did that feel right? Because you have this whole classroom of, of kids who are giving you immediate feedback on if they're feeling engaged, it's working. And if they're not, then it's not translating in the scene. And so how did you really look to their responses for scenes in your performance? Well, exactly like that. I remember that I had this nine nine page monologue and I was like oh my god first of all it took me like a month and a half to memorize that chunk and um and then the next challenge was to not make it boring and, and to make it interesting for the kids imagine shooting that scene uh, in an entire day and I, I was like probably eight hours later they're gonna be like uh, yawning and, and and boring and so I was trying to get them engaged and it was a real challenge to me. Um, so I was constantly like making it different. Um, so it was refreshing to me, but the intention was uh, to keep them engaged. And it worked also for me because instead of doing it in a very mechanical way, it yeah. felt always, always fresh. And, and with the idea that he really kind of just sees the positive in everything, were there challenges in kind of playing to that side of things and making sure that he always felt like a realist? Because he's literally in a conversation with a student saying, you know, I want to I, I want to be an astronaut. And for him, it's like, that's a very realistic thing. But practically, here's how we're going to set about doing it. And here's the challenges that we're going to face along the way. Um, and so how did you create that balance of, of kind of the optimism and the hopefulness, but still allowing him to be a realist? Well, I, I was always talking to Sergio, to, to the real Sergio, and, and he was always telling me, uh, for example, in, in Paloma's case, he was like, I I was I wanted them to be whatever they wanted to be. I didn't want to put any limits. But on the other hand, you just need to look around and, and see that there's a reality. I mean, you are literally in a pile of trash. Paloma lived in a pile of trash literally and 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 she wanted to become an astronaut so it was so hard and heartbreaking and he 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 was always encouraging them to dream but on the other hand and there's a beautiful scene where the dad says don't do this to my kids don't do this to my daughter you are promising her the stars and and you know she's not going to reach the stars so stop doing this and for me, that was so powerful because it, it, it was true. And he knew that. But on the other hand, he was like, it's not my job to put them um, boundaries. They need to try to fight for what they want. And then we'll see what happens. But 
and, and he was always doubting. He told me, I, I never, I was never sure that I was doing the right thing. I was always thinking that I might fail, that I might probably um, ruin this keep these kids' lives or the year for them. But uh, I had a lot of faith that this might work in a certain way. And it was more my my hunger to succeed and to try something different than the fear of failing. And, and that was very inspiring to me. And did you find him to be quite centered and quite grounded in who he was as, as both a person and a character for you playing? Because he's someone who really doesn't shift and change who he is to outside voices when he's being told, you know, you should be teaching this way. You should be doing this. This is how you should be engaging with the students. This is what you should be doing. He doesn't respond to that because he's very self-certain in a lot of ways of what his path is meant to be. Yeah. And, and you know what? He's very shy, very timid. He doesn't speak that much. It was, I thought I was going to find, you know, something more open, more like playful, and he's not. And I was like, how, I mean, how do you do this? And he was like, just like you, because I'm I'm the same kind of, I'm, I'm very shy in real life. And then when I have a camera in front of me, I become another person. And he was exactly the same. He's, he told me when I come into classroom, I have to play is like performing. So, um, and I knew that I couldn't bring reality into classroom because if not, they're, they're going to get depressed. For him, it was like, like, a, like a bubble, like the, the, the minute they come into the classroom, it's like, it's time to dream. It's time to, to create. It's time to try to reach the stars, even though outside reality is something else here inside he wanted to make a different environment where they can dream and they can think that they can achieve anything and that was for me was like wow that was really powerful and he has such a beautiful gift in really making people feel seen who feel very invisible in their day-to-day -day life and and so kind of again in turn how did you want to make sure that you were doing that with the kids that you were working on scenes together with yeah, well, if you look at the first scenes, the kids were like they 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 knew that they were invisible, so it was really hard for them to start asking questions. There are like three scenes where he's asking, "Ask me a question, ask me a question," and they don't even speak because they knew that they were like not allowed to speak, not allowed to raise their hand, no to anything. They were like like a piece of furniture. They were nothing, and and we wanted to reflect that. And little by little, they start getting confident and they're self feeling good in class. And then they were like participating and raising hands and asking questions. But the beginning, he they felt unseen. So um, it, it was really, uh, it, it, it was, you know, the, the students were undiscovered little geniuses and, and meeting Sergio brought out the knowledge in them that they already possessed. And that was that was very powerful. I really love that. It's such a such a beautiful performance and such a wonderful film. So congratulations on everything. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Mara.